You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Someone wrote, what did Doug do to Maurice? Wait, what? <laughs> also, someone said, someone said they're a Bitcoin manager. I didn't realize you, there were other messages on Instagram. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I oh, I that. just showed you that, just like I showed you the yeah. block. Did you guys all know at home that you all could have blocked from numbers that you have blocked voicemails that are saved? You have to go all the way down at the end on an iPhone, at the end of all your saved voicemail <laughs> messages, go all the way to the bottom. Okay, I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to my voicemail. I'm scrolling, 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 uh, don't scrolling. Don't play any of those voicemails. I have deleted messages and then I have blocked messages. And look at your blocked messages and see the people that you thought were out of your life. Hmm. Because they have tried to get back in. Let me see this here. Yeah. You showed me how to do this last week. Test it out. Voicemail, blocked messages. So these are all 1-800 So you're all just getting no fun ones. I'm, I've got fun ones from people I know who I have discarded from my life at certain times. For reasons. And by the way, I don't feel great about it. It's not fun to cut somebody off and to have to ghost them, but this one's for a crew. I never thought I would do that either. I always thought I would be able to keep my enemies closer and just win them over and make them not be enemies anymore. But when you see the repetitiveness of somebody's attempted manipulations, mm -hmm. uh, you just have to ghost because there's no reasoning with those people. You know who it is. Did I make the right move? Mm -hmm. Okay. Owen? Did I make the right these move? Are all I these are all cruises. Well, you should check some of those, see if you're missing out on a good deal. I would have left it. I would have left it unblocked. Why? I think it's a good time, and I think that... In my life? <laughs> to change. Oh, those, those voicemails? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you should have left it unblocked. Why? Because they're funny. That's why. No, I still can access them. That's the whole point. Yeah, I can play them for you. I'm not on the podcast. I mean, I get the whole feeling Ooh, of I now I found a little buried treasure, right? That's kind of what it is now. I'm going to play them down the road, but the problem with playing them is it's going to make me feel regret that I didn't need to go to that level, that I didn't need to break what used to be a friendship or an association that maybe I didn't need to do it, even though I... I've talked to people. I mean, and I it's had to the do same it. reason that I keep certain people around on my Facebook just to. I make little melodramas that I watch for myself, and I go and I read their, 
their last updates because they're clearly they've fallen off a deep end and they're now just oh riding into mm-hmm. the wind for. I, so I got a nasty text about your tweet. Okay. Uh, and someone we both like and admire texted okay. me and said, Lima victory, lap, Lima victory lapping the pain of Browns fans is not no. it, and I'm being serious. By the way, we're brought to you by Extend. It's not victory lapping trying to pounce on that. It's trying to live in reality. These are sensitive times, Tone. You should apologize. They are sensitive times, and I'm sorry if any of my tweets came off as a victory lap. Uh, the reason I quote are tweeted. You really, or are you just saying that now? Well, let me. I'll explain myself real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So I tweeted during the show, maybe even during a conversation. Oh, great! Glad to see you're paying attention to things. Uh, I tweeted a quote tweet from June 28th, mm. and I wrote back then. It's the day after my birthday, and that's why I wrote it. Happy birthday! Uh, I hope Bulldog in quotes litigator Jeffrey Kessler has a better defense today for Watson because that was a hearing day mm-hmm. than quote. But what about Robert Kraft? Because if that's it, the Browns are screwed. And I came back to that today ah. because it's looking more and more yeah. like the Browns are screwed at least for a while. I don't mm. think this is going to end the Browns. I remember. Uh, what Bill Simmons on his podcast, and we played that. He said this is the worst trade in NFL history. Why? It's not going to be the worst trade in NFL history because Watson is going to play. They're not mm-hmm. going to cut him. They're not going to trade him. The NFL is not going to ban him. He's going to be allowed to play football again. Mm-hmm. Does anybody disagree? I'm not hearing anybody say otherwise. I'm no. not hearing anybody say otherwise. So it's not going to be the worst trade ever, but it is a compromise trade if you lose a year part of the most of a year of him i don't think it's a compromise trade if they lose the whole year because they still get five years it Mm -hmm. sucks because it's you're done with kareem hunt and nick chubb that 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 strength that no one's ever had before or in a long time is gone it just is uh and i think they misused both of them i mean the, the the fact that you had both of them and got minimal success with them both in games you really did how many games were you like Thank God we got both these guys. What an advantage! Not at the same time. Yeah, there were always, games. Yeah. There were games that Nick Chubb yes. was hurt, and we were like, "Thank God we have Kareem Hunt True. as well." True, but it was never the menacing advantage that we thought it was going to be. And now it's done after this year. Kareem Hunt is going to be gone. Uh, he's going to, if he has a good year, he's going to get a nice contract somewhere else. Uh, even despite the fact that the value of that position has been diminished, and somehow receivers are getting huge deals all over the place, but. It's not a victory lap. It was the the attempt all along to get people to be in reality that the NFL almost never loses these things. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye on the prize. It's why, looking back, Deshaun Watson got really bad advice. He should have settled those mm-hmm. cases with the women. Mm-hmm. HBO doesn't come out. New York Times doesn't come out. It's over. Because they will, they would have signed confidentiality deals. I know that that's come up a bunch, but that's how a settlement works. I know Jerry Jones, that didn't help him years later. But all those women are not doing a special with HBO. Mm-hmm. Jenny Vrentis would have had nobody to talk to, so her investigation is over. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of these investigations ends. And yes, he still would have gotten penal- penalized, yeah. of course. But would they have gone at him with the ferocity that they ended up going mm-hmm. after him? They couldn't have. Because the public perception, which is all that they care about, the smearing of his name and the NFL's name... The repeated nature of them in the headlines. The Tony Busby stuff. Is is he having the press conference today? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty positive he's having a press conference today. But Busby is not out front doing radio interviews in Cleveland. 
It's over. He's not doing it. He's having a press conference today. But he doesn't do it. Well, now it's it doesn't matter. It's in the hands of other people now. It yeah. would have never gotten to this point. So that was a mistake. We can look back. And we've all made mistakes in assessing this. I thought the NFL was going to leave Sue Robinson's decision alone. I was being naive. I should have realized, like was always in the back of my mind, that the NFL always gets what they want. They gauge the public perception. It was atrocious. It was worse than you could have imagined. It really was. There was nobody outside of Cleveland that had the Browns back or Deshaun Watson's back. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares about the NFLPA, and they don't care about the owners. Mm-hmm. They don't care. National media people do not care about them in this case. They care about one thing. It was Deshaun Watson. And they didn't like, and this is bad. I don't agree with this. They don't like the way that it looked like the Browns tried to take a shortcut. That the Browns, who are never good, tried to take this desperate shortcut, pay him more than anybody else, give him guaranteed NBA contract money, and then we win all of a sudden. They don't like that. That looks like a shortcut. Even though how many other teams tried Steve to take Ross the shortcut? Just yes. got in trouble for trying to take the shortcut. But, re- but, but remember, the Dolphins said what when they went after Watson? We'll do this trade. You got to settle your cases. The Browns were willing to do this on Deshaun Watson's terms. Unfortunately, Deshaun Watson's terms were based on his camp and whatever feedback he was getting, and I think it was bad feedback. I think it was bad. Sorry. Apologize. I, but should he apologize for something he believes he didn't do? I, I, we don't know if he's hiding anything. I know that Mike Florio... Mm-hmm. Insinuated he was lying in what right, was right, right. what was written in the decision. I, I or said that, that too. she is Kenny? insinuating that he was lying, which is like there is a difference between lying and not hmm. he didn't go perjury. Didn't himself. even insinuate it. She said he lied. Well she didn't write lying. What did she, she write? Said, all he said she is said he dishonest. categorically denies. I don't believe she wrote dishonest. I'm going to find it. And Look, then she said the remorse the thing. I got to go get my. I got to go get my. Kenny, I, I'm with you. If I was, if this was a vast conspiracy, and Alex Jones, because he's in the news, I'll use it of Alex Jones' vast conspiracy, yeah, I'm away from that one. where everybody is just made it up completely, and I did not put myself or anybody or the teams I represent or my family, I didn't put them in harm's way. I didn't do anything wrong. It's a vast conspiracy. I get that, and he originally said that he was going to fight all of this till the very end to clear his name. Well, then he settled the cases. I think he finally got good advice. Then he settled the cases. But I'm just telling you that people that analyze this kind of stuff, especially in the criminal world, they will look at that behavior as sociopathic. They will say that that many accusers, you clearly did something wrong, and now you won't admit it. That's sociopathic behavior. That's what sociopaths do. But we I'm weren't there. Gonna, I'm not I know. Say all that. We were not there. We can't say that. We can say what a judge said. Not that her word is gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is within the NFL. It is gospel, except mm-hmm. unfortunately the amount of games he was suspended. Yeah. So it's hard. It's absolutely hard. Owen, were you able to find those words? I'm looking for He's them. He's still now. looking. He's scrolling. He's scrolling. Well, I'm. Uh, the word erections in here a bunch. And I oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, you keep getting tripped up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Second thing is, can I take a little umbrage with you here? Go ahead. We're brought to you by Extend, by the way. So you went, so I I, I revealed a deep, dark secret of mine, and I have several. Um, I revealed a deep, dark secret of mine on Tuesday. I got a little bit of a problem with your decision that you're making here. Mm -hmm. Because I opened up to people, and I have received several great messages, and I'm thankful for those messages. You're very, very nice, all you people, which people think I'm like, 
I'm dieting or something like that. And I go, no, I, I wor- I've worked out the last two years. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm doing. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm working out. I had a chocolate muffin earlier today. I have to get to the diet part of things, I understand. But I, we're at the workout phase for the first two years of things. Either way, thank you very much. And it, it still kept it going. Oh, I didn't tell you. You know, I told you the horror story of my headphones dying. Yeah. They died on me yesterday. The only thing. That's an immediate that I ejection. Left them on. I go home immediately. I didn't. That's I the end of the it. workout. I well, finished so, the whole so hour. So you cleared, you've cleared that, Tone, that hurdle. You've I been able to do it. I got on the bike seven minutes in. I had to do 53 so now you can do anything. effing minutes. No, I've done it before. I've then, done it before. Then, it's just Then awful. you're good. That is a huge step forward. Listening to my own yeah. wheezing, is, it's torture. It is absolutely. Because you're now you feel like you're more tired than you actually are. I think that is a huge hurdle. Because all you can hear is yourself breathing. I, I remember having to do that in the basement of the Tremont Lofts in sub-degree oh weather outside. Oh, my God. And, and then what happens is your mind plays tricks on you. Yep. And the TV, you go, I wish the TV was off. I can't read the headlines because that's all every TV station is during the middle of the day is headlines, headlines, headlines. So I'm running, trying to make sure I'm not falling. I'm trying to do intervals, going at different paces going up to eight five nine five ten five eight five seven five six five 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 seven five eight five nine five meanwhile it's headlines this guy's getting arrested this guy's in court this guy's injured acl tear and your mind starts going in a thousand different oh do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah your mind goes into a thousand different directions then somebody walks in nobody's supposed to walk in why is somebody walking in they're turning the channel what are they doing turning the channel i'm still running i'm still doing intervals i'm still yeah. going up i'm still going down when is this over i look at the watch i finally looked at my watch oh I've only been here 10 minutes. I still have 30 more minutes left. This is atrocious. Yeah. And it is a mind you know does what. Sarah Ono, does she when she ran marathons, and I'm sure she will again, can you listen to music while running a they marathon? Do. Yeah, they do now. Okay, because I was like, I wonder if they have to like listen to their breathing and make sure they're like, because I'm sure there's a rhythmic. Am I not breathing? breathing. No, they have. Did I stop breathing? Every Garmin, every whatever oh. watch they have, Dude. monitors almost everything now. Do they okay. time it? So... When I had to run for a test every year in the military yeah. to be able to still be in the military, right? And I had to run it two miles and under a certain time. God, I would actually sick. pick songs that had a beat that made me run faster. Yes. Do they do that kind of stuff? So I did that in the Crocker Park 5K against my pregnant okay. wife. She beat me. That she beat you in. Uh, I would pick so. faster songs. I put on, you guys can make fun of me, because I know that's all we do is make fun of music. I put on a Macklemore song. Okay. Uh, a pump up Macklemore song. I can't. I can't City, remember. City yeah. Can't hold us. Yeah. yeah. And I got to it. Macklemore. The, the song you know what finished. Song? The song finished, and I fell apart because oh, then I replayed it, yeah. and then I started thinking, I just heard this song. You know what song I always played to help me run faster? Benny Hill theme. <laughs> you would run amazingly <laughs> fast. Well, yeah, but you were chasing. You yes. were chasing. I have something. three different mixes. You want to hear them? Go ahead. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna and you want me to open up the kimono even further? Yes. I haven't actually got to you about my problem with Go you ahead. yet. Yeah, this yeah. Is great. We're Re- stalling. Remember this one. So in my playlist, I have several playlists. I have a mowing playlist. I have a drying driving playlist. I have. Oh, I love um, that. A polka playlist. I have Sunday morning. Your mower's not too loud. Oh, my mower is very loud. I just have I have noise canceling. Headphones. Oh, good, good, good call. Uh, I got a '90s mix. I got the my polka uh, playlist is Who Stole the Kishka. <laughs> That's I the have only song in it. Three oh my of God. those. And one is so. I mean, it's so stereotypical. No easy way. No easy way out. I have it. I have it on my thread. Uh, gonna fly now. The Bill Conti. No easy. Okay. No easy. No easy way out. Nev- never say die. <laughs> Iron Eagle. Never surrender. Oh. Um. 
It ha- also has, let's see, Bricks by uh, Migos. Okay. okay. Came Down by Al Fats. That was the cut back in the day. Don't even deny it. Uh, several Metallica songs. Some Guns N' Roses here. Just More saying Metallica. anger over and over again. Uh, Guns N' Roses. You can be mine. Uh, Godsmack. Uh, which one, which one? I like Godsmack. Which Godsmack? Uh, because, keep away. There's a few others. In my old too. lifting days back in college, we had a lot of that. A yeah. lot of that on the stereo. Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. Yeah, I actually know that song. In the, I think it's the end of Domination. I want to say at the end of Domination because they play like there's like this riff and it sounds like a car, like hit like you're like revving the engine and I like that at the end. It always helps on the elliptical. Uh, Rob Zombie, whichever. I didn't realize how many people hate Rob Zombie. The I like Stern, Rob Zombie. The Howard Stern song? No, maybe. The, his open for years was what was Rob it? Zombie. I don't remember. Mine's it. Dra- I got Dragula. I got Thunderkiss '65, mm-hmm. which I think is that's White Zombie, white zombie yeah, yeah. sir. Um, acid, acid, Yeah. Um, I got the Magnum PI theme. Oh my god! I, have, I do that. That's on my mustache growing playlist. That is correct. I have the. Somebody body beady boo from the yeah. uh, Super Troopers. Yeah, I have Boneless by Steve Aoki. Okay, uh, Motley Crue. Which Sammy one is Hagar. which one is Boneless? That's Yeah. Okay. I don't know any of the names of any EDM songs. I just Real American. I have Brock Lesnar's Entrance Music. Is that any good? Yeah, oh, that's a good song. Oh, that it, one starts off good. They, yeah. and people pop for it, like when they do, like when the song plays, yeah. everybody stands up, they go nuts. Well, that's that's it, why Stone Cold <laughs> had the, gra- the oh, yeah. glass crash. Well, that is one the of the pop. things. A really good entrance song, like if the Undertaker was doing like a run in or like a surprise, it's kind of hard with a dun. Can't do it. Yeah. If you knew he was coming, then it makes your. But hair that's stand why they air. made Canes be so. It's it, similar, yes. but. It really hits hard exactly. right at the beginning. Yeah. But like when Stone Cold, like somebody be out there talking trash about Stone Cold Steve Austin, then you hear the whoosh, and people go yeah. nuts. And so anybody's out there talking about Brock Lesnar. Jim Johnson? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Jim Johnson. I think this one's just the end. No, this might still be Jim Johnson, Brock yeah. Lesnar. He's what been around great, for a long time. What a great composer. Oh, God, yeah. It's Jim, Jim John Stun. Stun. John okay. Stun, yes. And like someone to be out there talking about, they're cutting a promo on Brock Lesnar, and then you hear a, and people go nuts because they know he's going to yeah. come out and it's going to be scary. Anyway, and then I have another mix. I have three mixes. The second one is very heavy uh, rap, very heavy hip hop. Give me all of them. Very strong hip hop. A lot of Bone Thugs. Okay, Three Six Mafia. Um, in there. Yes, I have Three okay. Six Mafia here. Which one? I can't really tear say the club up. Ninety seven. Yeah, oh, that well, thing. that was featuring it's barely, the tear the club up. The whole tear the club up. Yeah. Tear the club up. Nineteen ninety seven. I mean, we're um, talking Project Pat. Muffy, Muffy, Holy Grail Black by Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Holy Grail by Jay Z. Justin Timberlake is right next to some okay. tear the club up. Thugs. Those are great songs. Uh, let's see, and then the third one. Rest of the album. Oh no, I was thinking of Blank in Paris. The third one yeah. is. The rest of the album wasn't good. That is the Watch the some, Throne album. I got some mm-hmm. Tom Petty. I got some Fleetwood Mac, Doobie Brothers, Bob Seger. Oh my God, we have and there so much difference. Song, there was one song like right after my mom died. I was on the bike, and like it made me think of my mom. I was getting really emotional do it, during it. I don't even want to bring it up again. Running on empty makes me think of my dad. I mean, it's like a Jackson Brown thing. My dad's still with us, but you get what I'm saying. Um. So yeah, there you go. But oh, can't you see by Marshall Tucker Band? This is the song that makes me sad about my mom. 
Anyway. Owen didn't get to his list. My, oh, what's your list? I'm I don't sorry. have a list. Oh. What? Let me uh let me tell you why I'm upset. I'll work with you. out anytime, any place. So I've opened up my soul, mm-hmm. pour my soul to everybody. It was impressive. You went downstairs, worked out, and you're not gonna use that gym. <laughs> and I'm like, you because I'm like, man, I, you I should have saw like, him too right after the podcast. Yeah. I went down there and he's flexing. He's what got his he? What was the Goon Squad T-shirt? I had the Goon on. Squad. Yeah, you gotta, you my gotta, old oh. shirts are terrible. You uh, gotta use that gym now. You really okay? Can I tell you what happened? So I went down there and they have fives, tens, fifteens, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty. All oh. the five. Okay, and then the they have one machine for abs, one for shoulders, one for chest, one for lats. That's it. And they had two yoga mats. I mean, I could bring my own yoga mat and lay on it, whatever, and then you know wipe it off every time. And then they had no drinking fountain. Okay, that's a problem. I don't feel I don't like lugging my water again. Fountain. I think that we're past drinking fountains. It's 2022. <sighs> we're getting by. We're, I mean, we're still in COVID here. We can have, there is a water spout outside. I can have them run a hose in for you. <laughs> okay. You do it like I did. Okay, so there are some limitations. Now, the good part of it is, I think there were five treadmills. They had an elliptical. Yeah. The five treadmills, and when I would go, there wouldn't, I saw though at lunch, people were coming in. The issue was there was one woman lifting. She's probably, I had her at maybe 33 years old. Okay, that's good. Put a number on She was attractive. You I'll just say it. You might want to be careful no, it's how fine. we're describing no, people because it is the in the building. That's and fine. Maybe some of them do listen. Yeah. That's fine. Do you think uh, one of the other team's owners who lives in the building? If you're going to name me. Oh. Anyway, she's, she's about 33. Wasn't wearing much. She was right by the weights. So I felt like I was crowding her space. So I would take the weights and go really far away from her. And I was almost overcompensating. Like, then it was becoming obvious. I was getting out of the way. And well, I actually went out on Huron Road to go lift the weights and walked back down the steps to put them back. And the reality is, if she wasn't that good looking or if she was a lot older, I just wouldn't have cared. I would have been right in. But then I was. she smelled good. So now I'm like, I smell terrible. I haven't even showered yet. Ugh. I didn't even shower that day. God, and I was working out. And I'm like, she's smelling me. This isn't good. And then I'm like, this just isn't what I need. I'm not going to just work out the same exercises with these limited weights. Mm. I'm just going to go pay the money. Drive down in the flats and go where I go. So now I've told everybody one of my deep <laughs> for, no for no reason. reason. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate what you've done for me here. This and is, uh, I'm not even. That was the first buying tries I'd worked out in three weeks. I wasn't even sore, which means I didn't even get a good workout in. And I was, I was, and then you know what happened? Ted came in. Ted came in. He had you cutting spots, and he can no. <laughs> What is Ted's role here? What do you call? He's our imaging, imaging producer. He's he's incredible at what he does. Everything you hear behind the scenes, but what you hear on the radio that he works on behind the scenes is incredible. Yeah, what do you? uh... He was in there. He was on the treadmill. I kept looking at him. Just tell people their business. Well, I kept looking at him. And I don't want to start looking at people. And then I start staring. How do you think he got the name Sweaty Teddy? uh, This was. this no. was not good. I had to get out of there. I'm just going to say this. Then I half-assed my workout. I only did like 45 minutes oh and I was gone. Oh, my God. What a half So it was a disaster. So I have another problem here about the gym. Go ahead. Downstairs. It's, by the way, it's lit up. It's clean. It is it's, clean. For some people, it's perfect. Got- there was some guys in there. There were two guys in there that came afterwards. They were doing like bosom buddies, working out. Okay. They were jacked. The one dude was jacked, and I'm like... You can't only be getting jacked working out here. First of all, you're on steroids. You're too old to be on steroids. Uh, I could tell he had some other cosmetic things done. Oh, okay. Oh, lasers, huh? uh, But I don't know if he got it where I've gotten stuff done, so I didn't want to say anything. Uh, Uh, Implants. I'm like, if he is that jacked, he can't only be working out here. This is not enough. And if he is, 
then boy, does he maximize what is available to him. And then I think about it. Guys were jacked in the 70s without all this equipment. Guys were on Venice Beach with that old ratty. At the time, I'm sure it was state-of-the-art, but that was not that good. And if they could get ripped, then I should be able to do it too. Yeah. But I don't want to do it there. I can't believe you're not going to lift in my gym now. After I said all that. I feel like you almost owe it to me. If we're sharing our, our I'll do both then. Before Fine. I get to what I really wanted to talk about. Fine, today, I'll work out no, in both you places. Won't. Shut up. Go to hell. I have a bit of a problem here. So I have to use the facilities down there because then I go and do the other job. And so I have to shower. The showering facilities are clean. There are two single showers. And then there's I mean a double showers. Well, they're not that they're for, they're for one person. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because it's not like a big shower that you just go stand there and there can be multiple people in the room. Uh, they are one. They're shower stalls, and they each. It's weird. the The curtain that they use does not really go the whole way. No, it never does. They do that intentionally. Let's be honest. So you're not doing anything behind that. curtain? I think so. Yeah. I've thought about that. I bet, they can't so. have mischief. Yeah, I bet so. Well, this was my problem here. There's a third curtain, or there's a third shower stall, and it's wheelchair accessible. We're doing okay. a show down there. Yeah, I bet the acoustics. While are they're great. while they're shot, we should take notes while they're shot. Go, I'm watching you too, buddy. Then we're gonna um, sing. We're gonna sing show tunes. So, I'm having a bit of a problem here. There's somebody here. The Phantom of the Opera. Anything to him? I don't know if I should say anything to him, but I want to, because you know me. I'm. I will take. I've met you in the summertime. Yeah. I will take up to four showers a day. It's amazing. Now, they are not 10-minute showers. I can get in and out. Once the water warms up, They're I can in, get there. You do a sachet. And yeah. And I don't, and I don't, yeah, and I don't need warm water because it's hot outside, so I don't need to. Are you going cold? I will go, I will take a lit Dude, blue Johnson yeah. How do you do that? I actually I just got it, used to it. Midday showers for me are very much like oh my God. room temperature. I have taken a... 55 degree Lyndon Johnson shower before. I'm blown away by people that can do that. Lyndon I think you're Johnson. I think you're more mentally strong than I am. Oh, no, I probably ranged. People take cold well, showers or kind of a close uh, to it's a cool down period though yeah. too. Could well, because, you do an ice bath? Yeah, I could do that. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. We did it in high school football. That was back in high school. See, I didn't, ice bath. I didn't and I do it. I sucked, and they were still like, get in the ice bath. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. You didn't even play. You're not even on the team. Get in the ice bath. Well, we'd do it after practice. We wouldn't do it after games. you do it after hey, practice. Hey, chess club, get over here. Ice bath. Get in the ice bath. <laughs> you over there. What are you doing? I'm walking down the street. Get in the ice bath. <laughs> Take off all your clothes and get in the ice well, bath. Well, the Perry ice bath. This is our new clothes. awful yeah. bit when coming in hot over. <laughs> the Perry ice bath house. Get in the ice bath, 216 you're in the ice bath. So, my problem here is, is the first two showers have a lip on them. The okay. third shower does not have a lip. And I know, Obviously, I've used, it's wheelchair accessible. It's so. wheelchair accessible. Yes, yes, yes. And I noticed that right off the rip the first day I used that downstairs gym. <laughs> and so I take the shower head and I point it towards the wall. Because I don't want effing water no. all over the floor. <laughs> no. Well, now there's been a guy. And you're who's slipping been and sliding once you get out there. I go, I go in there to take a shower. The last shower, it's forget it. And now, like yesterday, I was like, it's a pullback here. I go, how long are your showers? And are you just taking the water and hosing down the floor? <laughs> what are we doing? People are so unaware. They have I'm no like, idea. I got, I got to get changed. I'm bashful. I'm an overweight, 36 year old man. And I listen. If we're going to call it what it is, 
I don't care about my penis size anymore. I got three sons. I don't care. Congratulations on all your success. I've, I've had some people think it was big. I've had some people think it was small. I've had some people think it was average. I don't care anymore. I don't need to make jokes anymore or anything like that. It doesn't matter to me anymore. Because once I had my children, it's like, I don't care. I don't care. That's the freeing thing you're going to... I'm telling you, Tone, now that you're married, and as soon as that baby comes out, no more comparisons, nothing. Do you ever it's, think... It's total freedom. Do you ever think about the mortician? They've seen everyone. And, and that's why... Exactly. And my grandfather ran that. Do they have a tally board? Do you that's think they have a tally for, for the big people well, in town? especially... So my grandpa did it in a town of 4,000 people, so he knew all the families, right? Right, right. So I mean, now he's going, well, I've seen your, I mean, your kin vote. Very fulfilled, Mrs. Henderson. I mean, what else do they have to talk about? That's going to be talked about. So, anyway. <laughs> that's all I would talk about. That's I don't know. part of the reason I think that old men walk around in gyms and they're totally naked. Why? It's not just when they grew up and that, that generation did a lot of things naked. It's that I just don't care. Well, I thought it was evolution, about, and we're smaller now. So I just don't know. care. Like when I was in, when when a guy's in their twenties, and, and if there's women listening to this, I'm sorry. You sorry. Got me, I mean, you guys know it's true that men, all we talk about in our twenties is the size mm-hmm. and and all those things. And once you have kids, you just don't care anymore. So I'm thinking, if I make it to seventy, I'm really not going to care anymore. True. I don't care. And yeah, I think yeah, about guys it now. in public too. Yeah. It's like there's big ones, there's little ones. If they Something work, they work. Who cares? Sometimes your pants just fall off yeah, in Target. Who cares? What are you going to do? One time I was going to the bathroom in a uh, in a Macy's in uh, Belden Village. Mm, go on. And I, uh, an old man opened up the door, and I'm like, I'm in here, I'm in here, I'm in here. The door's open. I go, I'm in here, and I'm screaming. And he, like, looks around the corner. He goes, oh. And I'm like, what are you doing? What the F are you doing? Anyway. Yeah, so, some of my friends have very different bathroom run-ins when they get caught. The, uh, another question I have. The uh, water. No, okay. I'm getting back to the damn water. I want to tell you about Ranger Joe at Berkshire. Rest, rest in peace. All right, go ahead. He was, in his, he was in his late 70s. He was still around Ranger every day. He was eating chicken salad, getting chicken salad all over his mouth and everything. And he would what do. What did he turn it into? He would do the crisscross uh, on, his, uh, on his body. He would do the crisscross. You and didn't send me anything. Okay, go ahead. No, he would do he would, picture. he would sit like this. What do you call this? Just I have to read that all over again? No, he's not gonna well, read it. Just to prove my point from Oh, earlier. he just wants to be right. So Are you kidding me? When, we're talking about showers over here. Well, we can't say that word then. Okay, what uh, word were you looking for, real no, quick? You just I said that she called him a liar in the No, in you the used a different report. word. Oh, here we go. No, I said I had to scroll through erection many times. I knew it was the yeah, I read this. I said, but she never called him a liar. She says it's difficult. She to basically give says at the beginning denial. that he testified that he never had well, any Well, you erections. just said basically. Okay. And then basically. at the end, well, I'm paraphrasing. And then at the end, she says, uh, Mr. Watson's use of towels, his focus points, and the not uncommon experience of massage therapists to have contact with the erect penis of their male cli- clients leads to support my conclusion that it is more probable than not that Mr. Watson did have erections and that his penis oh, contacted oh. the therapist as claimed by them, a.k.a. liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> well, I'm not going to insinuate that. If anybody wanted to read that, do that, that's fine. 
That's up to them. That's their call. I'm not going to do it. Can we get back to the shower? Now back to the shower. Okay. Well, I want to tell you about Ranger Joe and his crisscross. Nobody cares. And at a very young age, you get indoctrinated. That men just out of their baggy shorts, everything is just visible while he's eating his chicken salad and he's talking about where the groups are, making the turn, and how he has. And you could see it all. And finally, finally, we'd all talked about it. I can't tell that story on air. (laughs) I wish I could. Owen knows exactly Fine. what I'm thinking about when you can see I know. Who, Finally, yeah. I go, hey, Joe, we got golfers here. Can you just kind of tighten it up a little bit? He goes, who Who cares? Who cares? I'm an old man. They've all seen it before. And that was it. I yeah. never said anything else yeah. to him. Now, what am I going to say? He I, didn't care. Oh, God, I wish I could share this story, and I can't now. We, uh, when I was in, especially my last station in the Air Force, I was in Little Rock, <laughs> Arkansas for seven years. That gym, very nice gym. New gym. It was opened up to veterans. Bare ass naked. World (laughs) World War II veterans coming in and using it. And the main thing they used, and my favorite thing to do at the end of a nice long workout, we had a big sauna, big room sauna, you know, three times the size of these two rooms combined. Old men love saunas. And I was always in your shorts, right? Going in your gym shorts, right? Not them. Not even with a towel around. They were just coming in. No. Bare no. ass and on to the tiles. That's gross, man. Uh, they the don't tile, care. That's gross. They then they ended care. up, so that was, Dude, it was a wet Greece, sauna, right? Gross. So it'd get super foggy in there. And then as man. the time elapsed and it started to clear out again, or someone would open the door and all of the steam would roll out. And then finally, my last year there, they decided we're tearing this thing out and we're putting in the dry heat sauna. Ah, but it was a small box, so a lot of people couldn't come in anymore. That's and it good. Was not Our generation easy. won't do that. No. I, even though we get older, we were, were not raised more that way. This generation, yes. But what I'm saying is, is that now the whole back corner is just a lake, and I'm like, I have to take a shower, <laughs> right and back. now I can't use the big bench, so I have to use the middle shower. Yep. And like, guys, I'm in there for I'm in there for that shower after working out. I'm in there for three minutes, if that. And it's like, God, I got to do all this work and tippy toeing around, and I don't want to go in his shower water because it's gross. Right. It's like, dude, point the freaking shower head at the wall mm-hmm. and then turn it around. You can use that and do that. It's ridiculous. So that's that's just my problem with it. That's all I'm going to say. And now I feel too exposed because now you're not even going to work out in the, that gym. It's a problem I have. Which Hilbert asked, excuse me, ugh, ugh. Cookie pie asked. He goes, is, is there fresh underwear every shower? Like, yeah, you nasty ass. You think I'm not changing my not? underwear? I almost threw up while reading that. It was disgusting. He's like, that's a lot to wash every day. Yeah, that's, you don't do that's the, why you don't, does uh, a lot of laundry. You don't do the smell test? No, dude, that's gross. Don't even do that. But you're not doing your own laundry. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. It's easier for I you. I think my wife would be so... Could you imagine me trying to ask my wife for sex and I was wearing the same underwear that I worked out in? <laughs> Are you nuts? I think she'd rather just me change my underwear. Do you not? You not a, do any of that? You got seriously for the health of your relationship. <laughs> you need to bathe and take care of yourself a little bit more because you're gonna get to a level like you guys are still in this weird phase. I know you're married and having kids, yeah. and you're just having kids. And you just met each other for crying out loud. That's really all we're, we're doing. Really, be a time where it's like, let's be honest. That's what we're doing. Like, we're having kids. I will hammer down farts in the garage. <laughs> I have gone out and hammered down farts in the garage. I can say that on the podcast. Yeah. Hammered down farts in the garage and walked back in because I because if we're gonna have sex later, I don't want her to smell that. I don't want her to hear that. I've I don't want to st- do any of I've that. I've got to stop the belching. I now have forgotten I that, too. that I'm belching. That's disgusting too. I brush my teeth before we do these things. 
I don't want her to have... Look, I know what I look like, and I don't look you great. You feel fortunate to be yeah. in that position, and I, right? And I do think about this, and I've said it before as a joke, but I mean it. If I was looking up at me making faces, I'd be disgusted. <laughs> so I know that she it, she means well, and she must very much love me. I'd like to make this as nice of a situation as possible for her. Is what I'm. My phone is lighting up right now. <laughs> I cannot imagine. So you just take my advice and just... Take care of yourself a little bit better there. Can I do my Youngstown thing yet? Go ahead. Another question. This might this podcast might run a little long. I'm sorry to do this to you. I have a problem where... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I've not paid for audio yet, and I'm going to probably have to because I want to listen to the end of this. The Future. Sound podcast. Because we don't charge for uh, you know any of that. Stuff. We never will, by the way, I unless we not. both get fired, and then we need the money. Yeah, that's we why will, I'm not. That's why we, I'm not ripping people for. charging. We will come back and beg for your money. That's why I'm not ripping people for charging. But it's like, man, I pay for Netflix. I pay for all these things, and I'm a radio guy. Do I really? Uh, but I want to listen to the rest rest of this podcast because it's done by now. Mark Smerling is a documentarian, so it's like, all right. You know, it's, it, it, I get the final ten episodes. I'll just maybe I'll just. Give they them were five very clever how they gave you three to he, get you going. He did this podcast called Crime Town, and they did Providence, Rhode Island, and they did Detroit, Michigan. And I, and the first time when I saw, it, I go, man, they got to do, they got to do uh, Youngstown at some point. Well, I, that podcast is no longer around, or it's it's around, but they they don't renew it anymore. It's not for another season. And he like looks like he split off. And he's doing this podcast, this different podcast. It's about Youngstown. And th- there's a lot of like mob stuff in Youngstown. A lot of things that it's it's kind of wrong to be proud of. Like some of the mob actions or things like that. But I sat there and I thought, because like, like Owen's from, a bi- Owen's lived in big air, like a big geographical, like he's lived in South Korea. He's from Oklahoma. He's lived in Alaska. He's lived in Little Rock, Arkansas. He's from all over the world there. You, this, so Owen's space is basically too big. Yours is basically too small. Mm-hmm. You're from Chesterland. Yes. And I know you lived in D.C. as a grad student or whatever and all that stuff. For me, it gave me... It dawns on me. It gives me a little bit of a sense of pride 
because I'm from Canton, and there's there's this weird I I can't even explain it. Like I'm very proud that like my grandfather my grandfather saw Cleveland as like Paris. He really did. I mean, it was a major city. My grandfather was born in in Indiana on a farm. Like on the farm is where he was born. And I've told that story a bunch where he was very excited and very emotional when I got the job in Cleveland because Cleveland to him is still the... You said Paris at one point. Yeah, still the fourth or fifth biggest city in the country. And that was in 2011 to him. That's how he saw things. And uh, for them, and for for me, it was a big deal. But I I have this point of pride where it's like, okay, I'm connected to Cleveland because I work in Cleveland, and I don't think I'll ever leave. And at least not by my own decision. And I'm born in Canton. So that's the 77 connection to the the top and the bottom of Northeast Ohio. My wife is from Youngstown. I was married in Youngstown. We, I went to school at Akron. Now of, of the, of the four cities, my weakest connection, I would still say would be Akron. I have to admit I'm from Canton. I was married in Youngstown. My children were born in Cleveland and their their grandfather lives in Par- in Canton, Ohio, and their grandparents live in Youngstown, Ohio, in Canfield, right? And I just started thinking about it. I was like, that, to me, is really, really cool because now I have this big triangle of Northeast Ohio that really, no matter what, and it's not an act, involves my family. Cleveland, I work here. You know, we are public figures in this case. So it's, it, it feels like I, I, I do have some responsibility to this city. And it's the same thing with Canton. It's the same thing with Youngstown because my children were, my children, their grandparents lived there. I was married there, the whole thing. And then I started thinking about Youngstown. And this is the weird thing. Like when I say I really like Youngstown, people don't believe it. And I, I, and you've been fascinated by mm-hmm. my infatuation with Youngstown. And I had a lot of friends from Youngstown, but the, the Burbs. Yeah. But, at Ohio State. But but it's still what I like so much about Youngstown, it's it's like a smaller Cleveland. It's very diverse. There's a ton of ethnicities. Yes. Uh it's I didn't the get Irish this, over here, the Italian over here. And I didn't get that really in Canton. Mm-hmm. I did not get that. It's a lot of I mean, you had you have your Jewish community in Canton, but it's usually uh white Anglo Saxon, you know that you're african-american that but it's not like hey this guy's italian hey this guy's german hey these guys are irish it's not like that like it is up here and it's and it's like that in youngstown and i always thought that was really cool and i i the reason i really and i'm listening to this podcast and it's it's bringing in all these emotions and these memories and an attempt to get uh to get our radio station uh what's the term what uh try to get us syndicated there what do you mean? Well, we should be there. We should be on the air in Youngstown. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, I, I wish we could. I, well, there's another city I'd like to be syndicated mm-hmm. into, but we'll see how that works. I, uh, I've always enjoyed it just because it, this is, this is going to sound so – I don't want to pander. But I think in, in, in Youngstown, like, I support it's – it's hard for me to get the words here. In Canton, for a long time, I was disappointed because it felt like Canton had kind of given up. It was like okay, even though they've been through the ringer with this, and and there's been some people who seems to seem to have they've been through the ringer with this, and and there's been some people who seems to support this Hall of Fame village, not the best intentions. Mm-hmm. That's why I support this Hall of Fame village, 
because I really want to see it come in. It's awesome. Take it off is and, awesome and, and, for them. And, and, and get off the ground and really come, come to life because with Youngstown, Youngstown has every reason to give up. It has more reasons to give up than Canton and Cleveland. With how it was used, I didn't realize that 50,000 jobs were lost in the course of just a few years Crazy. In, in the in the late 1970s. I knew the Youngstown sheet and tube story in Black Monday. I'd heard that story. I, I, I was told that story from Liz's family members and how dark a day that really was. I didn't know it was over the course of time. It wasn't just Youngstown sheet and tube. It was all these other companies and it was a job loss of 50,000 people. And you think about that, that's that's 50,000 jobs, that's 50,000 husbands and wives plus their children. So you lose this huge population. And with Youngstown, the hits just keep on coming. You know, the Lordstown GM plant, and that's been through it a bunch of times. And I, what I like about the people is that they've just never given up. Like to, the, to what they have in Niles with Eastwood Field, they still have the mall, and they still try. And it, it does. It means a lot because you see these economically depressed areas in other parts of the country, and it's just like, well, this is what it is. And in Youngstown, people are, you know, we say they're defensive, but they're very, very proud. And I don't think they're proud of their plight. I think they're proud that they fight what what has happened. They fight that they've been, I think, marginalized by big business at times. 100%. I, or not even at times, but throughout their history since you and I have been alive, certainly, and before that. Like, the, they bring up the Cavelli Center. Like, you go to downtown Youngstown, you see this great, great arena. And they really, they do, they try to make it nice. And I and I just, it means a lot because a prideful community, if you still have pride in the community, you still have a chance. And that's what scared me about Canton. Hmm. And it just means a lot to me. Like, there are people from all these areas. There are well-to-do communities Around Canton, Cleveland, Youngstown, right? Let's leave it to those three. Yeah. I, I could say Akron too. Fine, sure. through that. There's well-to-do communities, but there's also like in Youngstown, there's very successful people, but you've known they've had to work really hard to be successful. It's like it's almost first-generation money all over again. It's not like Cleveland has a lot of history, and there are big last names in our city here, but in Youngstown, it's like. It's almost re-blossoming again. So there's new last names that are starting to come around. I mean, you have the Cavellis and the Cafaros, and the, but you also have these new names that are coming in. So it's almost like you're seeing a rebirth for some families. And I think it's really cool. And for me, it's like a lesson to be learned that the children can be passed on to. Like, okay, they're, they're my sons. I'm from Canton, so there's the, there's the Canton addition to that. And then I work in Cleveland, which means that they will spend a lot of time in Cleveland. And there's a lot of really, there's a lot of strong toughness in Cleveland. But Cleveland also has major league sports. They have major, major, major business. And then there's Youngstown there, which everybody and their brother has basically snuffed out mm -hmm. in the course of history. And it's like, they've had to be really tough. And it, it does give me a lot of pride that my son's... I don't know what they're going to do in their future, obviously, but there has to be some connection there with that area. But you're going to have to educate them, yeah. and you're because you know all my buddies that were from the Youngstown area, they went to Ohio State, yeah, and then they all dispersed to other cities, not Youngstown. Yeah, oh, that's not and, Youngstown. And, and that's, Cleveland, that is the Columbus, yes. L.A., New York. But there is a there is a thing about knowing what it means to be either to have a father who's lost a job. Mm -hmm. Or to know what it's like to struggle, to know what it's like to come up out of that. Uh, it's a pride. Again, every city has 
things to be proud of and every city has things sit there and talk about Youngstown and some of the the mob ties like I don't want to sit there and talk about Youngstown as if it's like I don't want to treat Youngstown like we do the Mansfield prison mm-hmm. like I don't want it to become a mob tourism thing you get what I'm yeah, saying I, I totally wouldn't want understand. it to be if I were from Youngstown yeah be a caricature of just what it is what its identity is what it's what, been the history what people were willing to do to feed their families and, and to try to make a better life even though it's not always glamorous it's not always glamorous it's seedy but they had to do what they had to do, and out of that comes better people, harder working people. So that's just I, that's part of the reason why I really do. I adore that my family, part of my family, is from Youngstown by marriage. Um, that my kids have Youngstown in their blood. That I, I I do. I find a point of pride that I was married at a at a Catholic church in Youngstown, Ohio, by mm-hmm. one of the that's cool guys from there. I mean, you can say whatever you want to about religion, but it's always like been a cool thing to me. I mean, I could sit there and name landmarks all day long, but I just always like how proud those people were. Well, the reality is we need to get syndicated there, and that's what the last hour of this show has been about, getting syndicated in Youngstown. Somebody make it happen. We'll call it the Jim Traffic at Radio Hour. I don't care. Get us into Youngstown where we belong. <laughs> I should have left that as a walk-off. I'm sorry. Is there anything else you'd like to add to the show? No. There's nothing at all? No. Nothing, nothing else settle. you'd like to say. Settle the cases. Settle everything. Settle with the NFLPA. Settle with Sue. Settle with Cadell. Settle with Robert Kraft. I don't care. Make it happen. Get this thing over with. I'm done. I'm done. We don't want to talk about it every day. Why am I getting Dan Wolken texts? That's one of the dumbest things Tweets. I've ever seen. What I saw that? it, too. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.